All right, welcome back to another episode of Paying for Attention. Today we'll be talking about proven PPC strategies like using an intent-driven keyword structure. Today with us we have Keegan Brown and Andrew Hollington. Thanks, Dan. So, yeah, I mean, really the reason here that we're talking about this is most companies want to scale uh, their search campaigns to drive more clicks, more conversions, more customers, more ROI. And the, uh, you know, the, the, the goal here is always to grow non-brand because, one, you know, your brand campaigns almost always do well. Uh, but they're limited, right? Only so many people know your brand. You can only spend more on a, on a brand campaign. And in addition to that, most brands want to capture new customers who aren't familiar with their brands yet. So uh, that is why this is so important to get to get started, really. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> not having a keyword intent strategy uh, will end up making you think, you're, you know, maybe paid search isn't your, for your organization or maybe it's not as... Uh, cost-effective as it should be. Yeah, and really the reason that we see for that most of the time is going too broad. Um, that's that's really the number one number one reason, right? So you're 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 trying to get after uh, a, a you're trying to cast a wide net in your in your keyword strategy initially, which makes which seems to make a lot of sense. You know, I want to I want to get after my entire audience right away. Well. How it works is, unfortunately, there's probably more searches on the on the broad side of your keyword targeting than you are able to spend in your budget, unless you're unless you're a you know huge company that just has unlimited budget. But I'm guessing you're probably not in that category. So it so that's where this all comes in is well, what what do I do then to 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 get that that uh, broad versus narrow down and and how do I do it and 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 how do I make sure that performance is good along the way yeah and in, in addition to that I mean uh, the way that campaign uh, and budgets are set up within search platforms is that uh, your budgets are allocated at the campaign level so when you include a ton of uh, broad keywords along with your good keywords you're more you know narrowly targeted keywords, what's going to happen is your budget's going to be eaten up by those extremely broad keywords because one, uh, they're searched the most, right? Uh, As you go from very broad to narrow, your very broad keywords are going to get a lot more search volume. And so your budget will start to get eaten up by that before your really good, highly targeted keywords uh, ever get a chance to even show an impression. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if if you have, uh, you know, two hundred bucks a day to spend, you 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 want to make sure that the vast majority of that is going to go to intent-driven keywords, right? Like our title, like our title says. I mean, you you want to make sure that people are ready to sign up for your offer, um, buy your product. Things like that. So, um, just just thinking thinking about the intent behind it is is going to be the the key there to in in your broad versus narrow. And we'll we'll really get into the how here in in, in a bit. But um, just just 
thinking along those lines and, and doing that exercise in your head is, is going to be the, the start to it. Those are all great points, but that really kind of brings up the question then is how broad is too broad? Yeah. And so when you're thinking about broad versus, you know, very intent driven keywords, um, you, the best way to kind of start this exercise is starting with what is the most broad keyword that uh, defines your business? So let's say that you are a LASIK surgery center and you're doing marketing for uh, for LASIK. Uh, <clears throat> The most broad keyword I can think of might be doctor, right? Uh, so doctor, do you want to show up for every single doctor search there is? Probably not. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to show up for every type of doctor out there. So how do you narrow down and, and drive more intent? Well, the next kind of phase there would maybe be eye doctor, right? That narrows it down and you are an eye doctor or you know the, the center is, has eye doctors. But how do we make that even more intentful? So there's LASIK eye doctor. So then you bring that down another step. Um, And then you want to just keep going down to LASIK eye doctor in Phoenix or maybe LASIK eye surgeon in Phoenix or whatever geo or LASIK eye surgeon near me. Uh, All the way down until you get to your brand, whatever your brand name is, plus your service. Uh, So if it was paying for attention LASIK, uh, you know, that would be uh, that would be the keyword, right? Paying for attention plus LASIK eye surgery or, or whatever. Uh, that would be kind of driving down the entire list of intent and being able to uh, uh, really break out all of those keywords. And you can have all the different semantics between eye doctor, eye surgeon, uh, LASIK, LASIK eye surgery, all those. And you'd want to break that down. And as you go down, the more intent that search is. Uh, and that... <clears throat> And obviously, so many people search for your brand um, versus doctor at the very top. So that's how you want to start to allocate your budget. Yeah, I, I would add to that uh, just a common misnomer, I guess you could you could call it is, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, adding words like doctor, uh, I doctor, you know, one word. So, so we're talking short versus long tail keywords here, right? But I wouldn't get in the habit of saying, oh, I just need to start with all long tail keywords because what we see there a lot of times is long tail keywords lead to long tail searches that are research based. So check your search term reports. This is getting a little bit off topic, but check check for how, why, and, and do some analysis on those because what you don't want to do is fall into the, um, uh, the kind of the, the caveat of looking at oh, this long tail keyword has to be intent driven. No, not necessarily, right? If someone's doing research, like mm-hmm. how, how do I find an eye doctor? You know, I, that's, that probably doesn't have as much intent as LASIK surgery near me, right? They're looking for an appointment. They're looking for a doctor near me. Someone else is looking for how, how do I even choose an eye doctor, you know? So don't, don't mix uh, long tail with intent. Yeah, and, and going with that... <clears throat> What you want to do from here after you kind of built this this long list of keywords of all, you know, going down the list, getting more and more intent driven, um, the best way to start to uh, set up an intent driven structure is to start by segmenting your campaigns by kind of buckets of intent. So for the most part, you know, everything that we do and most things that we see from other agencies or, uh, you know, other internal teams at, at, at an organization is you have a brand campaign and you do that for a reason because it's completely different audience, 
different budgets, different performance. So that's how you want to set it up. That's the first place we'd start is have a brand campaign. The next is move up that list of intents. So that might be, again, like LASIK eye surgeon free consult or LASIK eye surgeon in near me, right? And so you'd want to move up to that next bucket of, of intent and create a campaign for that. And maybe that's where you start, depending on your budget. If you have, you know, $100 per day, I'm putting the first, you know, maybe $10, $20, whatever your brand is going to spend towards that campaign. We know it's going to perform. We know it's going to generate, uh, you know, appointments. So the next, you know, maybe $80 is going to go towards the LASIK near me, the LASIK eye surgeon near me, LASIK free consult, LASIK in Phoenix. And then let's say you max that out, you're getting great performance and you want to continue to scale. That's where you go up to the next bucket, which might be LASIK eye doctor or just eye doctors and going up there. And and that's where you can get even more volume uh, and be able to spend a lot more of your budget. It's going to be less cost effective than, you know, these other two buckets below because it's less intent. We don't know if somebody's searching for eye doctor in Phoenix, if they're looking for LASIK yet. They might be. It might lead to LASIK, but it's it's getting less and less intent as you go up that list. But as you go up that list, you're going to be able to spend more, get a lot more clicks. So being able to start from brand to high intent to maybe medium intent and then up is going to be the best way that you can scale your uh, your non-brand keywords and continue to drive good results. I like looking at it that way a lot because, you know, I, I have 200 bucks a day to spend or yeah, or like Keegan was saying, I have 100 bucks a day to spend. I want to max out my first level brand and, and segmenting it that way is going to allow you to do that, right? Like I, I've seen, we've seen people on, you know, campaign setups on paid social that are top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. This is the same exact thing just in search, right? I, w- I want to use who is most likely to convert that's where my budget's going to go first and then, you know, move down the list there. And by setting them up campaign by campaign, you're, you're going to be able to see, all right, I know my, my max on brand is this dollar amount. I know my max on, you know, non-brand, very, very high intent is this amount. And then you work your way down, right? So I, I really like that organization. And, and I guess just to, just to kind of build off of that and when you're looking at scaling, you know, we, we constantly get the ask and, and I'm sure you do too of, well, can we just spend, you know, can we just double spend and get double the amount of leads? Maybe. It depends on what the metrics are saying and breaking out your campaigns by intent is going to allow you to uh, better forecast your level of intent and level of performance and what you're going to be able to get. So for example, let's say you've already maxed out brand. Great. You are spending maybe $100 a day on your most intent-driven non-brand keywords and it's limited by budget. Great. So that shows that there's opportunity that you can scale that campaign and there's uh, metrics like impression share loss the budget that you can utilize to say, okay, if we spent 30% more, we should be able to get 30% more leads. And if you have that next level of intent above that campaign with another campaign that you're spending maybe another $50 or $100, that is going to show how much more opportunities in that campaign. Maybe you're missing 80% of impression share due to budget. So then you can start to plan and forecast how much more you can get at certain levels of performance based on the intent within that structure. And that is going to be the best way that you can 
uh, forecast performance and know you know what ag- actual budget you need to hit certain goals of leads or appointments or whatever you're doing for your organization, that is the way that you can start to scale cost effectively because you can pull the levers to say no we no longer want to you know spend on this you know high you uh, know low intent uh, campaign anymore we need more uh, you know bottom of funnel high intent keywords or, or uh, searches right so that allows you to kind of pull those levers and scale cost effectively and forecast for the future how do you make sure there's no keyword cannibalization you know uh, between these two campaigns yeah that's a really good question Dan I, I think the you you have to start with a, a solid negative keyword strategy here uh, definitely because no it, it it definitely makes sense that you know you have all these campaigns with different levels of keywords before the negative keyword strategy I would start with we typically don't use broad keywords for this reason and uh, and obviously Google just uh, removed the broad modified so we use phrase uh, so that we can at least somewhat limit Google's kind of intent and close variant type uh, search queries coming through different campaigns, but starting there and then moving to the negative keyword strategy. I mean, it's 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 honestly pretty simple. You you just want to create a negative keyword list of all of the keywords in your high intent campaign, for example, and negate that out from the brand campaign, negate that out from the uh, non-brand middle intent campaign, negate that out from your broad campaign if you have one. You know, if you're trying to scale there with a, with a broader campaign, uh, just just add that negative keyword list, select all the campaigns except for obviously the one that <laughs> those keywords belong to, and and do the exact same for the other campaigns. And, and that'll make sure that, you know, you, one campaign isn't seeing the exact same search term as another campaign. That gets really, really messy and frustrating and very hard to manage. And it would ruin this entire strategy, honestly. These are all great points. Um, just to sum it all up, what are some takeaways you guys can give? Yeah, so I think the first one is really building out that keyword list and build it in order of intent. Uh, that'll allow you to just keep adding intent modifiers and kind of seeing that progression of intent as you go down that list. And then start to build it by buckets and to, you know, brand, very high intent, you know, high intent, medium intent, broad, uh, and then segment your campaigns by those different buckets of intent so you can allocate your budget that way. So you, it allows you to kind of see the performance and, and allocate everything by those different buckets. I think the key here is organize. Organize yourself. When when we do it, we have color-coded Excel spreadsheets or Google Docs, whatever you use, uh, Google Sheets, um, you know, color-coded. Uh, call it Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3. Color-code it. Make sure you, you're organized and um, knowing, you know, this is the campaign I'm intending here. This is the campaign I'm intending there. And then from there, you're going to be able to – I think the last key takeaway is – to scale cost eff- effectively, use those impression share metrics Keegan was talking about. Max out the, the, the top level, which is brand, then max out your next level. Um, and and by doing by measuring that impression share, you'll know when you're when you're basically maxed out there or not. And then um, you know work your way down to the very very broad of your list, and you know at, you should have good performance on the high intent ones. So that allows you to open up your spend a little bit on the broad ones, and and, and it'll allow you to scale while you already have that cost effective performance you're looking for. 
Yeah, and and I think uh, I guess some things not to do is don't put all your keywords in one campaign. Uh, don't go too broad. Uh, don't use doctor if you're a LASIK eye surgeon. Uh, and yeah, if you follow that structure, you should have a pretty clear path on scaling cost effectively and growing your your campaigns. Awesome. This has been great, guys, and appreciate uh, your knowledge on this. And we look forward to hearing from any questions that you guys may have for us that we can answer. Um, please send those questions to us. And until next time, we'll see you later.